Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93 in the Villa. Mark Guinness, Dave Skull. We're out here at the back door, uh, and we are proud, happy to be joined by Brett Dawson. Hey. He covers uh, this Louisville basketball team for the Courier Journal, whether he likes it or not. Uh, and I'm sure he does. And he joins us Put now. Put words in his mouth, Mark. How's everything going, buddy? Doing all right? Are you sure? Um, <laughs> I like it sometimes, and then I don't like it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's sports. So I understand. Yeah. I think we cannot. Yeah. I, I like it sometimes, and sometimes I hate it. That's yeah. fine. That's sports, though. All right, uh, yeah. Brent, let's uh, let's back it up first uh, to uh, the previous uh, matchup for Louisville and the expectation or the hope, I guess, not the expectation, expectations, the hope uh, that that you might see the new guy in some capacity, uh, and yeah. you didn't. Let's start with one. Uh, how surprised are you uh, that he didn't play at all? And, and maybe how far away are you? Do you think we are from from seeing him in some capacity between now and the end of the year? Yeah, not surprised at all that he didn't play the first game. I, I thought Kenny was hinting pretty strongly there, talking about getting him comfortable and not wanting to throw him in too soon. Um, I would have been surprised if they had played him the first game. I'd be a little surprised. I shouldn't say that. We haven't gotten to talk to Kenny since after the game, so I, I shouldn't say I'd be a little surprised, but. My guess, maybe if I'm taking a, a shot in the dark, is that they don't play him against Notre Dame. And then maybe you get back home and, and you play uh, maybe the other worst team in the ACC in Georgia Tech, and maybe you give it a shot there just to kind of create the most comfort you could. Um, they, they obviously could do it tomorrow, but if I had to guess, that's where I would start to circle games. And we'll see. You know, We'll see what they determine in terms of you could protect the redshirt year for him if you wanted to. Um, but it seems to me that given the state of things, why not give it a shot? So we'll see what happens. What, Brad, th- there were, I mean, I thought it was newsworthy and interesting that he said he's come right in and there's been a noticeable uptick in energy and intensity in practice and that some of the players think his, how hard he goes and is loud and everything is, is kind of funny uh, almost. Uh, and then there was some reaction to that, like, how in the world can these guys think hard work is funny, et cetera? He kind of got killed for it a little bit. By me, hell, I'm not going to deny that I did it. I, did. I didn't like that he said that. What do you make of those comments? What do you think he was trying to say? And, and, and should fans maybe look sideways at that a little bit? Well, I, I don't want to assume what he was trying to say, but my 
my thought maybe was that that's a shot at his players. Um, that, you know, these guys should be taking this more seriously. It came across that way to me, as in um, these guys shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't have a guy come in here this late in the year, not even know if he's going to play and have him provide more energy than the guys playing every day who have been going through this losing uh, have been providing. I, I think if you listen to him over the course of the year, and I think I've heard almost every word he said, um, he doesn't like that. His, I, I get the sense that he doesn't think these players hate losing as much as he does or as much as he wants them to. He's talked about worrying about their well-being and then going into the locker room and, and they're kind of laughing and having a good time. And he's, he's admitted that sometimes he wishes they weren't. They, you know, he, he's, he said before there that kids today are more resilient and they, they just try to bounce back from stuff and forget it. And I think he wishes they didn't. I think he wants a team that's a little angrier. Um, you know, a, a team that, that feels like losing is, is you know, that, that it's miserable, that you hate it. Um, you know, I think that's his philosophy. I think that certainly was, you know, that's that's the philosophy that he had as a player. I think that's the philosophy they had when he was an assistant at Kentucky, that losses are just misery. And I think he wants his team to feel more that way. And so maybe he didn't intend that as a shot. But if you take it in the context of the things he said about his team all year, I could see where it would be. We're talking with Brett Dawson from the Louisville Courier Journal here. Uh, Brett, is it? Do you think it's fair uh, to say that they're getting good enough play from the two starting guards to to win? And I'm looking for you know silver linings or or just you know sprouts of anything to sort of be at least moderately optimistic about. But I I feel like L. Ellis and Mike James together. Most nights now are are doing enough as a backcourt in the time that they're playing together that Louisville ought to have more to show for their for what they have for right now. At least like I think they they may have gotten there at least with the two guys in the backcourt. Is that two rows? Well, uh, well uh, guard your dead horse because I'm about to beat it. Um, I they they don't have enough of those guys. It doesn't matter. Like those two okay. guys have been pretty good. And Mike James is, you know, there's some consistency stuff there. You'd like him probably to be a little bit better. He was really good the other night. You, you wish L would turn the ball over a little bit less, but I think he's made some real strides in terms of not only just the numbers, but the situational aspect of that. And really, he's made some nice gains, I think, in terms of learning how to uh, dis- distribute as well as go for his own shot and when to do which. And you know, I think he's made a lot of progress, but two guards isn't enough. It's not enough to win at this level. They've got two pretty reliable guards, and they really don't have any other pieces off the bench who do that, and you can't do it. I mean, that's been a problem. I mean, really, it's been a problem since June or July or whenever the transfer portal kind of slowed down. They just don't have enough players at that position. So two of them can play well with some consistency. Two of them can play great on any given night. But if your front court isn't giving you a lot and you just don't have any other guys doing that at that position, at those kind of playmaking positions in the backcourt that's that's not good enough two guys won't get it done what do you uh what's the latest uh, for folks wondering about the, the status of uh Hunley Hatfield uh, at this point I think Louisville fans are programmed to hear any kind of foot injury and assume the worst because that's typically how it's played out uh, but Kenny seems to be sort of leaving the door open for him coming back at some point what, what can you tell us about where he is right now yeah it's interesting because he has left the door open but he also hasn't closed the door on the idea that this is a really extended thing. He said the other day, I'd like to have him back sometime soon, but that 
doesn't seem likely. I forget exactly the word, the, the, the verbiage he used there, but they do not expect him back soon. And, you know, there's, I think, 11 games. There are 11 games left in the regular season. I don't know. You know, it's, it's hard to get a gauge on soon. Um, but I, I certainly don't think he's going to play this weekend. Um, you know, when he was asked about his status for this week is when he said, I'd, I'd like to have him soon, but it didn't seem to be very optimistic that that was going to happen. So I don't have any reason to believe at this point that he's out for the year. Uh, but I, I, you know, we also don't really have any real sense of timetable. And, and Kenny's not the, the, the most direct guy. He does answer the question that you ask most of the time, but he doesn't always provide the most information. And when it comes to injuries, he's like a lot of coaches in that way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, about that for folks uh, maybe who haven't had much reason to watch a lot of Notre Dame you know this year we're a long ways from kind of the the very best of Mike Bray and his teams and is obviously he's at the uh, the end of his career here Uh, now this is not a great Notre Dame team uh, at all but Ken Palm's got them favored by about 10 uh, right now they're they're going to be pretty substantial underdogs uh, in this one too what for folks who haven't had a chance to watch them very much, what's what's the what is Louisville up against in facing uh, Notre Dame tomorrow? Where do you think they perhaps are particularly troublesome for this team? Well, you know they're not um, they're not your classic kind of Notre Dame team under Mike Bray in the sense that they don't have a bunch of guys who can spread the floor and make a bunch of threes on you, but they do have some guys who can do that. They have a lot of balance, but they don't have a great score. They got a bunch of guys who can score, but they don't have an individual great player. Um, you know, like any Notre Dame team, if, if they any Mike Bray Notre Dame team, if they hit 10 or 11 threes, which they're capable of, they're a good three-point shooting team. They're not a crazy volume team, but if they make threes, they're probably going to beat you because that's kind of the way they do, uh, and, and they have done under Mike Bray. But they're not one of his classic teams offensively. But you point out that Ken Palm has them favored to beat Louisville by about 10 points and I think gives them an 83% chance of winning. But Ken Palm doesn't have them favored in a single game the rest of the way from here. So uh, that's about where they are. You know, like you you think about Louisville being 0-9 in the league and what a miserable experience that's been for everybody around here. Notre Dame is 1-9. Now they've played a little better, um, but they're not a good basketball team. Uh, Brett, the other night uh, against Boston College, it was I think it was particularly disappointing uh, to lose that game and to, and to really kind of fade late in a game where they actually did have a one of their better shooting nights of the year, fifty uh, percent yeah. from three, and it wasn't like a two for four thing. They were nine of eighteen. Uh, it's it, it seems like it, it is all or, or if I had a magic wand to fix one thing that I feel like would make the the most gigantic impression on this team. Uh, or change for the better, it would be turnovers. But they don't even commit, like, one kind of turnovers. They commit all the kinds of turnovers. And so I would I would love for you to just try your best here. There's no uh, right or wrong answer here, but just diagnose what the hell is up with all the turnovers. That's a great journalistic question. What the hell is up with all the turnovers? Uh, I love this. It's been 20 games, so I think if this was a solvable situation you know yeah, that's why i was gonna let you freestyle way, on it yeah just somebody <laughs> go. who makes way more than me um, would probably have solved it by now if it were easy to pinpoint no I, I i can't understand some of it i mean like look I, people some people will get mad if you say a team has a low basketball iq because it sounds like you're calling them dumb to some people i'm not i spend a lot of time talking to these players i enjoy them i think they're all perfectly fine bright guys they do not have a good individual or collective basketball like you. They just don't. They don't understand the game very well. They don't understand 
spacing. And so you get situations where guys are standing on the sideline and taking passes. Um, they are not a good passing team. They are not a good screening team. And so that, and that goes back to last year. We said all these same things about the team last year. They, they got a lot of big bodies and none of them who set particularly good screens. They don't have very good and accurate passers. They don't have great ball handlers um, outside of L. Ellis, who's good, but obviously is turnover prone. And so, I mean, what they really have more than anything else is they have a personnel problem that leads to turnovers. And you can't fix a personnel problem uh, in in January or February or March. You know, um, I said this the last time I was on your show, that they've got May, June, and July problems. You know, they, their problems started uh, from they, – they stem from the time the portal opened to the time it closed. And those things are just going to continue to haunt them. I think they can get better here and there, and they've had games where it seems like they might be a little better. But Boston College is a great example. They got off to a terrific start against a pretty bad team. Um, and Kenny Payne it was right when he said, you know, they came in at halftime up six, and it should have been 12 or a little bit more. And then you can stretch it out to 18, and now you got yourself a chance. You know, now you can absorb some stuff, give yourself a little margin for error. They didn't do that. They committed a bunch of turnovers, let Boston College get it closer than it should have been at halftime, and, and now you're probably a little bit disappointed. I do think that there's a little bit of here we go again with this team. And so I just think, you know, if, if you're saying what's the what's the turnover problem, I think it's the same thing as the, you know, the, the transition offense problem and the occasional rebounding problem and whatever else it is. They just they don't have the players um, to fix these things. That Which is not, by the way, to absolve. That's not to absolve responsibility for coaches. These coaches right. are supposed to get better players. So that's not saying this is all on the players and you know lay right. off Kenny Payne. Not at all. But but there are limitations to how much you can fix with this roster. The the fix was that you needed to fix the roster. Uh, that being said, then Brett, like put your coach hat on for just a minute. Like, what do you think? Because obviously this is not going well <laughs> at this point. What what do you think would be like the best? version of this team like what what in terms of like strategy how you would use them is would be like the best the top uh, possible version of this team how would that team do you think they would play or what you, would you love to see them perhaps try given what we kind of know about them now as a whole i don't you know i mean again they're two and 18 <laughs> so like the, the idea that, that i have a fix like, Kenny Payne knows way more about basketball than I do. All those assistants, those players who I don't think have a great basketball IQ, they know more about basketball than me. So, like, collectively, if they can't fix this, um, they certainly know more about playing basketball. I think I could teach them a couple of things about spacing and things like that, but not the coaches. Those guys know this stuff, and they're tell- telling guys to do these things, and some of those things are not getting through. I think, for me, I would just say – You've tried a lot of stuff, and none of what you've tried is really working. You're 2-18, and 18, right? And so what could you do that's different? So could you play Sidney Curry a little less? I know he's played better some lately, but could you go smaller? Could you try playing a little bit smaller lineup? And maybe Jalen Withers is your five, yeah. um, you know, and, and, and you're playing J.J. Trainer and, 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 you know, Kamari Lands as your other forwards and just trying to spread the floor a little bit more. Um, you know, it would help if some of those guys were better at setting screens and freeing up some guards to, to get into the paint. They're not great at that, but I might try it. Um, you know, I think they've done a good job. One of the things I would have tried some with this team that they've done a lot more lately is I tried some more zone, um, you know, b- both for kind of a change of pace and also for kind of protecting my best players. Um, 
keeping them out of foul trouble. The foul trouble stuff is probably why I would be a little hesitant to press more. I like the idea of it, and they've done some good stuff with it when they have done it. But, you know, I, I don't know that I want Ellis pressuring the ball a whole lot. We saw um, up in Boston the, the foul trouble for him, and, and that really hinders them. So, you know, I think at this point, for me, you know, I thought it was interesting when, you know, Kenny Payne came out wearing the jacket the other night, and, and that turns out it was for the Coaches versus Cancer um, Suits and Sneakers Week. But I like the idea of him doing something. Even that is something different. They went straight from Boston College to Notre Dame, so they didn't, you know, they didn't come home. It's a little bit more of a road trip. I, and Kenny said that was not anything that they decided to do differently. It was just a thing they did. Um, I, I'd like to see them just trying to push different buttons. Just what could you do? And, and, and I, I'd probably start with going small. I, it's weird because Curry's not a bad player lately. He's been pretty good. But you're not winning any games. So, like, could you try? And maybe that's even Fabio Basile, although I'm not convinced at all that that's going to change much. But maybe it's just trying to play three guard a little bit more just to do something different because, you know, the old saying about the definition of insanity and all that, doing the same yeah. thing over and over and expecting the same result, they haven't probably shaken things up as much as I might try. All right, Brett, we appreciate you making time for us as always, buddy. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you again here soon, man. Thank you. All right, thanks, Mark. Yep, good stuff uh, from him as always. I was happy they busted that little one-three-one there. I'm happy I wish to it would have worked better. Right. Yeah. I, I've said this a couple different yeah. times, uh, and and I I believe it. I stand by it. I think I would like to see Kenny take advantage of the fact that, in my opinion. No one is going to accuse him or, or criticize him for, for flailing. You know, we, we really killed Bobby in 2018 for flailing because what they were doing didn't make sense. But that was because we think he knows a lot. And it just it wasn't working. And he was just. It, he, he wasn't did, a first year head coach. It but wasn't, with, you know. It, 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 things are this bad th- at this point in the season. Like, there's absolutely nothing. There's absolutely not one thing that I think Kenny could do that people would be like, that's ridiculous. Like, I really don't. And it's funny to hear Brett say, like, just change the jacket just for the hell of it. Like, I, I, I think people would like to see him fall. And, and I, don't, I, don't, I mean that in, in a good way. Like, nothing should be off the table at this point, right? Like, like what do you have to lose? Like, that, right. that's kind of the, been the whole driving right. point here, right, is what, what do you right. have to lose – like throw some unconventional lineups out there because conventional ain't working. We don't have a conventional roster. We don't have a conventional roster. Right. But even like it's funny to hear Brett uh, say uh, maybe play three guards. It's like man, we have two. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Play Hersey and L together. Even though Hersey didn't really play anymore, I don't know what what do you want to see. What I want to see probably is more of what he's talking about, like less Sid, you know, and maybe. Push the lineup a little smaller. I don't ever want to see the two traditional bigs again because it just doesn't work. doesn't matter. Like, we don't play bigger than other teams, so why put guys that don't have other skills out there, you know, to play bigger than a team because we don't lean into those advantages. So let's not do that because then we just have guys out there doing anything that play similar games and play them similarly mediocre. You know, so let's – Let's never see, like, the traditional two-big lineup again, and I'll be happy we can start there. What would, you, what would you like to see between now and the end of the year? You know, I, Kenny obviously cannot, cannot undo, uh, you know, the limitations of this roster. 
So, like, what, what is there anything you would like to see or you feel like would, would at least be, like, mitigating between now and the end of the year? Like, what, just to get the – I was you know, just listening or reading the stories about, like, like, the Earth's core spins and that, and it's turned as going the other way. Mm-hmm. And apparently this happens, like, every 70 years. Like, what do we do to get this thing so spinning, spinning back the other, the other direction now uh, for a little while? Is there – in like, I'm not saying fix it all. There is no – there is no quick fix. But that would just give us some better vibes than we got right now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Other than to say, like, it's not a cop out. To say, like, you have to win some games. You have to. Like, it doesn't. It's not good. Nobody. Like, at the end of the day, when you get to two and eighteen, and you had like a nice stretch of of play, you know, and you're up on Boston College by ten or eight or whatever, and then the end of the game, you lose by ten or eight or whatever. Nobody remembers that first part anymore, you know. It just they remember when you gave it all away and then some. They remember that stretch where we couldn't do anything right, you know, which happens every game. I want a game where when we make a mistake or two, we can stop it. We can stop it. We can stop that momentum because we haven't shown that we can do that yet. It's it's never one or two mistakes. It's like ten in a row, like ten bad possessions. Like I just – you make a mistake, you get mentally tough enough to go to the other end and, and keep playing ball, you know, and, and, and keep it up. And eventually that will – we've got some teams that are beatable down the stretch. Like, I'm, I've, I'm on record as how I feel about how we're probably going to do down the stretch, but what I want to see is something different. I want to see them win a few of these. Like, Notre Dame's not a good basketball team. That – Apparently they shut down the Heron Goatee Jack Cooley factory. Like they don't have <laughs> they don't have crew cut white men. That's you know, true. That's down true. there anymore. Guys look like O'Doyle. Right. Yeah. They've got a decent big with a was it Lazuski? But he's Lashevsky, I think. Is, is it Lashe- how is they it say it? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's Polish, so it's a little different. Lashevsky. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Um like Krasuski, is that right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lashevsky. But he's um I mean, he's more of a stretch, and he shoots the three, you know. He's a big kid. But he doesn't look like Karen Goody, all right, and Jack Cooley, so it doesn't count. It doesn't count. He's not a double-double machine like that. <laughs> like, the worst thing that could happen t- tomorrow is if they come out and, like, shoot the lights out. I'm talking about Notre Dame. And just oh, beat the, right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and become, like, 2013, 2014 Notre Dame overnight. And, yeah, that would suck. I did want to uh, abruptly kind of change gears here for just a minute uh, to announce that uh, or to report now, and a, a couple of different people reporting this, that uh, K.J. Cloyd, yeah. who had entered the portal inside linebacker, is coming back. Which is funny because I thought he announced already that he was coming back. I I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very good thing for the inside linebacker. It was kind of a tough-looking uh, spot there. I think Stan Quan's still going to have to play. We lost Monty. We lost Dorian Jones. Like it, it, it was a situation where we don't have a lot of traditional linebackers on the roster that have significant playing time. In fact, not many at all. And KJ, I already thought that he had announced he was coming back. So when I saw that on Twitter today, I was like, oh, well, that's good. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> something I already thought was happening. I love that. Uh, and now it is. And now it I, is. I, I love right. that. Uh, this is very Jeff Brown, by the way. Uh, Jody had put up a video of a, a discussion he had with him about the kind of defense, because we know about Jeff and about offense, but uh, he put this video up of him having a discussion with Jeff. The, the, uh, like the, the header or the, you know, the 
caption or whatever, the summary of the video, it is just a quote from Jeff Rom quote, we're going to run the defense that I want. <laughs> That's I hope right. so. Thank you, Jeff. That's good. <laughs> I, think I That's bet good. you are. You would think. You are the head coach of the football team? Breaking news. Head coach is going to run the defense he wants to run. He wants. He wants to run. Not the defense you want to run. <laughs> Look, I, I think it's good. I think Only it's rushing I, three. I think uh, KJ Coy coming back is very good for Louisville on the inside. Inside linebacker is literally the only position on this defense uh, that I think that there are uh, that there are true personnel questions about okay. like, like who's going to be there. Because even with uh, the, the defensive front seven or safety, like there are guys. We just don't know which guys are going to ultimately kind of snap into place and be the guy. But I, I think when it comes to middle linebacker, we're like, I don't know who the guys are. And I, I still think even with this, they will find either a Juco guy yeah. or a transfer that can at least keep them from falling off the table. Get some minutes. Yeah. yeah. Get some snaps. Help yeah. them you know, practice better than, than just having a nobody uh, be there. Uh, but that's the only spot on the defense, and they are – they're looking to close quite well, uh, recruiting-wise, with uh, Wu Spencer coming in this weekend. You've got this. Blackford uh, just flipped him again to Louisville. And this other, uh, this offensive lineman uh, th- that will be visiting. It was previously a Mississippi State uh, commit. And the last weekend you had the, the tight end kid that's committed to Purdue that visited here. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it sounds promising with him, too. If they were to get we got pieces, any of, yeah. but all of those guys would be a stellar finish uh, to this recruiting class jeff certainly hitting the ground running uh 100 i mean we uh we said he's gonna have a few more pieces uh, down the stretch i mean I, I absolutely expect him to get a transfer of some sort for, at linebacker uh woo spencer would be a big deal you know and kind of um be that last uh like every elite defensive lineman that was in the louisville northern kentucky area <laughs> Like all, just sign them all you know which is great it's another indication of of where we're at and he's another uh aspirations guy so uh, that's a positive that's a net in that direction uh, well this is certainly the first time in like kind of modern louisville football where aspirations is not an issue they're not going to get every kid no but, but you're going to be but a jeff and they are are yeah, you're not gonna be shut out which yeah. is the point i think Louisville's going to get more than its fair share of aspirations yeah, i agree for sure i agree and look louisville isn't the best place for every single aspirations kid by definition there might be kids who should go so- should go away. Jinda, did you see where Keonta Goodwin ended up? In a Florida? Florida, yeah. I, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's time for something gas back. Y'all, but it's time for me to eat some wings. I've been staring at them ever since they dropped them. And Mark, we're going to feed like Mark the gas is, bag, then we're going to stump the gas bag. I feel bag. like Mark has been pushing this segment out further and further because like, every time I look at the wings, he pushes huh. it out further. So <laughs> you know how stump the gas bag works. It's best if you call in so that when we come back from the commercial break here we can get right to it so now would be the best time uh, to give us a call here and get in and get your position and get ready uh, so we can play as many of you uh, as possible so something gas back on the other side here bring it up on the drive on the bill out here at the back door be right back metro college is a program that helps students pay for tuition and i didn't believe it you have to work third shift five days a week it's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. 
Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis. And Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. I want to remind you guys again, uh, it's time for something gas back. So give us a call now, 8150-93.9. 8150-93.9. Get in here so we can, uh, we can play you guys. We want to do this. For the guy that texted in earlier, I got the burner sauce, and it's good. It's I'm good. not doing it. You're not doing it? No. The bartender was impressed that I wasn't, like, sweating and red in the face. Like, I'm handling it. It's not bad. I am. Uh, there are two places in which I am extremely not tough. Mm-hmm. The first is spicy food. Okay. Cannot. I just, I don't have the tolerance for it, like, at all. It's embarrassing. Like I can't. I stay it's away from almost bit. all of it. Like whatever. Like white. Well, these, dude, these aren't going to be for you. Then. White dude stereotypes. Yeah. Now I season my food, but I know you spicy. Spicy. Yeah. I can't. I struggle very, very badly with it. And then like holding things that are hot. Can't stand. You just can't it. do it. You don't no. have asbestos. Fingers? I could never work in a restaurant. <laughs> I did. I did restaurant work for seven years. So if the if the waiter is like careful, this plate's hot. I <laughs> Mark like, gets up and walks like, well, it's wherever you put it down is where it's it's going to stay. Yeah, exactly. We do have one up. contestant now. If you guys sleeve want to up over my hand and, and punch it in there, all right, yeah. we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll go in just a second here. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. That's uh, the number if you want to get in here uh, and take us on here uh, for stump the gas egg. We are out here. Spencer had, had enough of your conversation. Door. I know. You're like, shut up, Mark. <laughs> He's like, well, we got we got well, somebody. We got a call you can finally. <laughs> well, I feel like maybe you could have waited. 2.2 seconds to let me just finish that sentence? That is not. Like, no, yeah, Dave, not Dave knows I don't care. No, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> He doesn't at all. Start, your mouth. Start caring. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 8150-939 is uh, the number if you want to get in here. It's time for something gas bag. Let's do it. Let's go. Our guys know a lot about sports. Bend over. I'll show you. Clay Travis is still a dumbass. I'm, a, I'm in. I'm all the way in. I love He's a giant turkey leg. They know they're cheating. Check their blood for Osterine. They're cheating again. But we want to level the playing field. Give their brains a real test. Curse my balls. And we want you to get involved. So here's your shot. Can you stump the gas bag? Dave's excited for the music to hit. Yeah. Well, always. Always. It is. It's a Friday. Aaron is up first. Aaron, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. How about you all? Doing great, good, man. Doing good. Great. Who do you want to take on? Do you want to take on Biscuit? Okay. Is that what I heard? Wow. Yes. I'll take Biscuit. Yeah, it's fine. Let's do it. All right. Let me get my questions. I know I was answering some phone calls because you guys called, but, you know, we're glad to have you on. So question number one will be, Last year's NFC Championship game was an exciting game between the 49ers and the Rams. Down three in the fourth quarter, Jimmy Garoppolo threw a interception that basically sealed the game for the Rams. Who was the player on the Rams that intercepted that pass? Ah, one year ago, sealed the NFC Championship game. I don't remember. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, I golly. Remember. I don't I would just say gas bag, uh, Aaron Donald. I have no idea. 
Like you you got to guess, Dave? Uh, I want to go outside the box a little. Okay. You're allowed. I'm going to go outside the box. Gas bag Von Miller. I'm going to go outside the box. <laughs> no, it was, like, it was, uh, was it? Traven Howard was the guy's name that picked it off. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to get there. I'm happy it wasn't another nope. DB. That I, yeah, I don't think I would have gotten to that one either. I, I honestly didn't nope. either. I have a buddy's a Rams fan. Obviously, he knew the answer because I was asking yeah. him. But, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that, honestly. <laughs> so. I, I, I mean, I know, I, I know the name. I would never have gotten there. Yeah. Anyway, let's go a little pop culture here. On this day in 1995, this Richard Linklater film was released. It was the first in a trilogy. Name it. Oh, God. Richard Linklater. Uh, Richard Linklater. I only know about Art Linklater. No, I know. Um, <laughs> He's a pretty famous director, I'd oh, say. Oh, he is. And this, he this is. series that I'm talking about, it's per- I've never seen it personally, but I know it's very popular. All right, enough of that. <laughs> no more hints. 1995. Mm. Yeah. Trilogy. Yeah. He Richard says. Linklater. Whoever that is. Hello, uh, is Dave playing with a potato in his pocket? <laughs> no, I'm just happy to see Mark. That's right. Uh, oh my gosh. One of you got to guess something. Come on. Oh god. I'm just having a hard time with it. Like I, I'm. I. I know Richard I just, Linklater. I, I just. I'm, I'm, I have. Do you guys both surrender? No, like we got to, no. Yeah, surrender. He's the one who did. Uh, he's, isn't he the one? Didn't he do Boyhood a couple years he ago? He did. Yes. Yeah. That's. I'm just. I, I can't think of what the trilogy would be in, in 1995. Uh. I give up. I'm sad okay. that I don't have a guess though. Yeah. Like I, I don't even have a guess. Yeah. I'm usually pretty good with movies. All right. What is it? It is Before Sunrise. I didn't no, think that was Link, Linkletter. I was going to say that, and I didn't think that was him. Oh, no, it was. Yeah, I almost gave Ethan Hawke as a hint. I think that would have given it away. That would have been nope. too much. Yeah, and I said Boyhood. Nope. That's Ethan Hawke, too. Yeah, they, like did, just, they did a few movies together. We got, we're before on Sunrise and After Midnight, right? Ooh. And uh, uh, I, sh- I should have gotten that one. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so Sudden Death here. Zero, zero. Man, these questions were tough today, I guess. <laughs> I should have gotten that one, man. All right. First one was very tough. Yeah. When the Chiefs and the Bengals square off, it will be the first conference title rematch in about a decade. Name both teams that play in the last conference championship rematch we've seen in the NFL. Mm, that's a juicy one. Read that again, moment if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, when the Chiefs and the Bengals square off this Sunday, it will be the first conference title rematch in about a decade. Name both teams that played. In- Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, Patriots and Colts. Oh no! Sorry. Oh. Not, a not a bad guess. guess not a bad all. guess. It's not a bad guess. Uh, what do you got? Um, you didn't say. You didn't specify AFC or NFC, nope. did you? I did not specify either. Lived up okay. to interpretation. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Gas bag. <laughs> About a decade, huh? You can do it. Packers, Cowboys. Uh, is it Packers, 49ers? It was. It was. It, was it Patriots? It was Patriots and was Ravens. Patriots? Okay, because oh, I, okay. I had the Patriots. I did not have the other team, and I, I think it was pre pre Broncos. You know? Yeah, because I mean? the Broncos. Sudden death. 13 and 15s yeah. when they played the Broncos. So yeah, that's I, I knew that they played the Broncos twice, but I couldn't remember if it was back to back years or what. Yeah, no, it was Patriots Ravens. You had the Cundiff okay. year and then the year of the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, Flacco yeah. won it all. <laughs> anyway, Makes sense. 
Let's go a little pop culture here. January 26, 1978, this Queen song was released. It was Gas back. Go ahead, Mark. Bohemian Rhapsody. You were so confident, mm. but I'm sorry that was not. I, uh, I should I, I should have learned my lesson. <laughs> so learn my lesson. You should have waited, Dave. Uh, let's see if uh, Eric can get it here. Should have uh, learned my lesson. I jump on the gun. Gas bag. Gas bag. Uh, we are the champions. No, that was a little. That was well, the one before. Complete, complete the complete the question. Okay, January 26, This Queen song was released. It was the second single off the album Jazz. Name it. I don't uh, know if that would have helped you at all. No, not Killer no. Queen. I, I, I would, it would have definitely eliminated. It would have definitely eliminated uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's yeah. a night at the opera. Like, yeah, I know that. It was uh, "Don't Stop was, Me Now" was the song. Don't stop uh, me now. I love Queen, man. I, Gosh, you guys have got to get one. Here. We do. Yeah, this is we pathetic. Do. All right, let's keep up the uh, the um, Let's go. Sudden death here. Oh boy, let's keep up conference championship <laughs> questions here. What team has the most appearances in the conference title game in the NFL? Gas. That's interesting. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, geez. Uh, I was going to say uh, gas bag. I, uh, I want to go with the. Uh, Let's go. Come on. You oh, got gosh. It. I want to say the Patriots, but that's probably just. Yeah, Patriots. I don't know. No, I, I wish. Oh. Team, so I wish that was the answer, but no, it's unfortunately not. Gas bag, Steelers. Come on. They do have the most for the AFC. I'll give is you it, partial there. What was you going to say, Dave? Is it the 49ers? It's the 49ers, is it, yeah. It is the 49ers, yeah. yeah. Oh. I was between those two, man. It has to be one of like the, you know, God. Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. This is awful. You guys, bro, after a second, you, but, like, this is the, I, I'm declaring this is the last one. Hey, we can't have yeah. a draw. Yes, you we can't can. Have a draw, Mark. No, if you don't win, he wins. That's how we're doing it. <laughs> oh, Aaron's uh, going to this one, yes. okay, I think this one is a, one that's notable, gettable. One year oh, ago, God, this artist was removed from Spotify after he requested it due to vaccine misinformation on the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, I know this. Uh, Go for it. You got to say gas bag, Dave. I know. I'm trying to remember <laughs> it. It's been a year. It has existed. Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's a... Uh, oh, God. He's got a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deal. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, not Neil Diamond. Neil. Uh... Oh, How long does he get? I love I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him twist here. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> How long does he get? Yeah, I can't. It's, All right, go for it, Dave. Jazz back, Neil Young. Yeah, Dave. It was Neil. Oh, <laughs> so close, Aaron. <laughs> Uh, oh, man, I'm sorry, man. That was pathetic. No, <laughs> Between us, dude, that was terrible. You guys should both be ashamed of yourself. I'm, 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 I'm extremely bye -bye. ashamed of myself. Bye -bye. Hey, hey, have a great weekend, buddy. That was so oh bad, God. dude. That this was, was so that bad. Wake Forest, Boston College, or Virginia Tech 0 0 game or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not holding my hands up like Frank Beamer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ashamed. Or Boston College, whatever it was. Well, okay, Cody is up next. Cody, how you doing, man? I'm good. Biscuit, I'm calling you out, bro. Let's do it, man. Clearly, okay. I'm on my game today. Hopefully, you guys don't go yeah, six questions deep. But uh, uh, this, will, this will determine the biggest of biscuits. Let's get it. Oh, no. Oh, we got a biscuit off here. All right, let's go with um, some NBA here. Dame Lillard there tonight scores 60 points. It was his fourth 60-point game, putting him at third all-time in NBA history. Name the two players with more. 
60-point games. Gas bag. Go ahead, Dave. Kobe Bryant and Kareem. Ooh. Can't give it to you there. It's not right. Nope. Uh, get gas bag. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain. See, you both got one. Wilt Chamberlain yeah, right. got one. Yeah, it's Wilt and Kobe. As, yeah. as soon as I said Kareem, I was like, it's Wilt. I was going to say, yeah, who else? Yeah. Like, Wilt? No, it's Wilt. It's Wilt. I mean, I, it, it's I, I, that was, God, I'm just misfiring left and right today. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go with, uh, on this day in 2007, this Flo Rida song was released. There you go. It heavily interpolated a Dead or Alive song from the 80s and was played over the end credits of The Hangover. Name it. Is it a... Yeah, I can say gas bag. Gas bag. Is it the spin me right round? Is that what it was? Is oh, that the don't ask song? me. Is that what it was? Well, you said gas bag, so you got to um, actually say I mean, it with your chest. I don't know the right, name yeah, of it. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, I'm not going to give it to you because it's not the right title. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you. It's out with you. Fair enough. Enough. The t- it has to be go the to right uh, title, Dave. <laughs> Fine. Man. I forfeit that one. Dang it. I don't know. <laughs> Dang. I mean, Dave was on the right track. I, I had was, the song. I just it, couldn't remember yeah, the name. It's of called it. Right Round was the name. Well, that, 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 uh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say originally. <laughs> oh, well, hey, oh, oh, retroactively, let's give it to you. All right, let's go ahead give it to you. <laughs> I know, I'm just afraid, being, I'll just join in. If I was playing, I also would have said that. It was, yes, yeah. it was that, but I can't give it to you because you just no, whatever, it's fine. We can be We can be pedantic. It's fine. I am being that Okay. I, look, I'm a trivia guy. I'm all I live for being <laughs> being difficult about it. <laughs> all right. Oh, you couldn't tell from this freaking performance today. Yeah. Yesterday you, this You're doing great. <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> yeah. Great game for everyone. Yesterday this school recorded their 20th win of the season. It's just the second time they've reached 20 wins in program history. Name this Conference USA team. Read that again for me. Okay, uh, yeah. While they think Yesterday, this school recorded their 20th win of the season. It's just the second time they've reached 20 wins in a season in program history. Name this Conference USA team. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know how much college I mean, it's, basketball is. It's, it's a good team this year. So Here's the thing. like The difficulty here is like it's not entirely clear who's in these conferences anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't even remember. I almost gave away who they played last night, but I think that yeah, was don't. more of a dead giveaway. If you guys I think I know. Like I'm not going to lie to you. Just give, given how the season's going, I've not had a strong desire to watch much conference Fair. USA. So. <laughs> Fair right. enough. I mean, in a weird way, we feel like we have been watching. Uh, right. <laughs> I haven't been seeking out <laughs> other <laughs> bad basketball. Gas bag WKU. Ooh. Right yeah, conference. Just uh, not they don't win team. 20 games. <laughs> well, they're, they're top 20 all-time in wins. Right. It's, not, it's not recently. Um... This can't be right. There's just no way. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a recent addition to Division One, right? Spit it out. Uh, Come on, Dave. Who is in these conferences anymore? <laughs> Gas bag FIU. Oh, oh my gosh! Is it so FAU? It's yes. FAU. Yeah. <laughs> I will bet oh. five dollars to you or Cody if you can tell me who FAU's coach is right now. Right now? Yeah. I don't know. I read the guy's name yesterday. I can't remember who it is. That's it. That says all you need to know. Right I got there. the wrong one. All right, you're saying. I'm, I'm saying so upset. Dusty May. That's yeah. Okay, Dusty May. Actually, that they I, I, had I, I him on. Right uh, they had him on Jim Rome a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Definitely not a like a witness protection name, yeah. Dusty May. Right. But they they All did. Right. They had him on uh, Jim Rome a few weeks ago. I actually listened to him talk about. Thanks, man. 
All right, let's go with sudden death again here. Sudden death again. Sudden death again. <laughs> I, am, I am crushing it today. All right, let's go with. Uh, oh, I got a few. I'm trying. Let's go with this question here. January twenty eighth, twenty fourteen. This glam metal band announced that they would retire from touring after twenty fifteen. However, they would kill off Fastback, Motley Crue. Go, Cody. Let's go, man. Congrats. Eat it. Biscuit. Every time I wait, That's it's right. the wrong decision. <laughs> like every time I wait for the question to end, it's the wrong decision. Good job, man. Cody, congrats. Hang tight. I'll get you momentarily, man. Ugh. Every time I decide to wait, it's the wrong decision, Spencer. And every time I jump on it, it's the wrong decision. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a mess. Oh, I'll I didn't deserve to win either of those, <laughs> so I'm fine with losing that one. Good job. You're still not getting the Big Biscuit title. All right. Well, I'll put Cody on hold. I'll just go gas bag, be gas bag for the he remaining. Has to he has to fight me physically for that one. <laughs> oh, wow. You want to use a little slap fight? <laughs> the new sport that's in that Dana White's getting involved in? Oh, God. No. Oh. All just, right. How is he getting – with what has happened with him recently, how does he get involved in a professional slap fighting? That's a good league? question. That's <laughs> After, uh, forget it. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So let's say you played Western last night. Yeah. Yeah. No. Texture says reboot Biscuit. I am dying here. <laughs> I, I feel so much shame. This is twice in three weeks that I've had like a shame. Texture also says at some point you have to blame the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can blame me if you want. I don't care. <laughs> All right, let's thought, try this. No, nah, man, there's, they weren't they weren't bad, bro. And I actually, I should have had the Wilt one. Should have had the Before Sunrise. There was plenty, and I knew the Motley Crue one, but there was no way I was ringing in early. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just not yeah, a chance. I thought that was going to be okay. But anyway, so the 2022 Bengals are just the eighth team to make it to the conference championship game after an 0-2 start. Who was the last team to reach this stage after starting 0-2? AFC or, or just in general? In general. The last team to start 0-2 and make the conference championship game? Yep. Uh, Gas Bay, is it Tampa Bay? No. No? I thought they did a couple of years ago. Shoot. Gas Bay, the New York Jets. Jets, I believe, were on the list. But no, the yeah. most recent one was the 2014 Colts. There you go. So there's that. 2015. Okay, LeBron James was just named to his 19th All-Star game last night. This ties in with this NBA great for most all-time. Name Kareem. him. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Kareem. There's your Kareem answer, Dave. Yep. Say it enough, you'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually knew that one. It's like, what was the one <laughs> baseball player that Mark always said that eventually was right? I don't even remember. Uh, was it baseball or like WNBA? There was like someone you always said. Eventually WNBA. Was right. oh, Sue Bird. Oh, yeah, Sue, Sue Bird. Sue Bird. Yeah. All right, so January 26, 1970, this Simon and Garfunkel album was released. It features, sits, it features hits such as The Boxer and Cecilia. It also was the duo's final studio album. Name the it. Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yep. That's the album name? Yep. Yep. I didn't want to give that the uh, song in the quote. Well, of there, course. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I thought I'd say also a song named after the album title, but... <laughs> and final question for today, January 26, 2015. This member of Blink-182 leaves the group. He would later rejoin the group just this past year. Name him. Oh, it was uh, um, Tom DeLonge. Yeah, there, yep, yeah. that's it. See, you ask me all the ones that I know. You saved a while. You know, the ones I knew right off the cuff, no guessing. That was a uh, bad performance Lord. by you. No kidding, Mark. <laughs> like Jeff Walls would roast you right now. No kidding. I'm roasting myself. 
It was, how did it feel today to just sit on the sidelines and watch me? I wiggle? enjoyed every yeah. second of this. You I'm enjoyed it. it was I was great. on. I was on display, and I was getting skewered, and you loved every second of it. That's great. I joined in. You did. Uh, Show him for you is high in. on this show. Look, man, I I did a lot to destroy my reputation <laughs> during that during that segment, fair. and I and it's fair. Uh, I'm embarrassed by the performance. I don't know what to say to the people out there, other than you know I'll, I'm going to regroup and do better next week. But while you, you know, keep taking bites out of me while I'm vulnerable. This was. It's twice in a month that I've had a really bad performance. You, this is where you would make like a coordinator change. Like yeah. this has not been good for you. Yeah. It's gotten stale. Uh, just fire the entire offensive staff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm not the problem. They are. They are definitely. Right, there's right. something going on in my body. Like, it's these wings I'm eating. <laughs> I'm going to fire those. <laughs> That's what it is. All the brain uh, is being used out there. Right. All right. Well, that was uh, Stump the Gas Bag. Not our best performance. You didn't do anything. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You perform. I didn't make it any worse. Nah. Right? Any worse for me. I didn't make it any worse by, by uh, my own answers. No. Yeah. With any of my own answers, at least. I don't even have trivia anymore. Everything's being taken away from me. <laughs> you got nothing. Basketball. Women's, women's basketball is mediocre. Trivia is gone. Next, I'm going to, like, burn barbecue and cook it too quickly. And Is 2023 there's n- just not your year, Dave? Yeah, pretty much. Sounds like it, right? I see that uh, Fox Sports has informed the Pac-12 that they will not do any more remote broadcasts. That they're going to have people at the games. Uh, That's yeah. big of them. I was very, very worried that was going to be, like, a permanent thing yeah. as, like, a cost-saving measure. And I don't care what anybody says. The announcers calling these games like from their basements and such. I get why you do it. I hated it. It's awful. It was it, you could tell, and it wasn't it wasn't hard to tell. That was one of the worst things that happened in COVID. <laughs> Bold statement. It was though, in terms of like trying to enjoy the the things as they were still happening. I got you. you like a I mean? million people died. Mark's well, like, you know, I, said, I, I could I sit down in a restaurant. First of all. No, I know you did. Yeah. I know you did. But that was so – It was well, you know what? It was one of the worst things that I was like, oh, crap, are we going to stay like right. this? That was way, way up there. Kind of like, um, I don't know, losing 24-hour grocery stores and losing, like, a lot of stuff. You know, I losing- took away all the syrups. Yeah, yeah. They used to be one of the best parts. They would have all those different flavored syrups, and then now they never brought them back. So now when you go by the table, they yeah. give you, like, the – and it just feels like, here, you prison bastard. Take, here's the, here here's, it is. Here's your – your ration of yeah. just enough syrup. I want to be reckless with different flavored syrups. Let me be reckless with the syrup. Right. I, I don't like want appropriate individual atomistic amounts of <laughs> syrup. I want to be ridiculous. Waffle House closes or has takeout only, like in the middle of the night, a lot of locations. Yeah, we've lost so much. We've lost a lot. We have. <laughs> Come back and open up the phone lines here. Listen to us. For one more hour. On the drive when I thin the bill. Be right back.